The 478th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos. Welcome to episode 478 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode is going out to one of our friends on YouTube, Rusty, who always has kind comments and thumbs up. If no comment, at least a thumbs up. So thank you for checking out our, our videos, Rusty. And thanks everyone else for checking us out on YouTube or and or um, your podcast feed. Last show of 2023. No, we don't take New Year's Eve off. We are here in your ears to uh, kind of do a State of the Union type of thing, not to steal something from severe MMA. So we will not call it State of the Union, but we're basically doing a recap of uh, the UFC and they look forward uh, to 2024 uh, in the UFC for each weight division. So we're taking a little break from breaking down regional fight events and, and we're going to get you some more UFC content. But my co-host wants to recap the last UFC, the last MMA event of 2023 first. That means he, his picks must have done well. I know he, he got the first couple did well that I, at least two fights I watched, he he hit. But <laughs> the face he's making means uh, the rest of his picks didn't do too well. Let's bring him in. Daniel Gumby Vreeland. Hello. Not bad. And, and we can recap the last two events too because we didn't get to recap Octagon right. last time we did it. Um, five and four at Octagon. So the numbers don't look real great when you look at it like that. Uh, but three of those, including the co-main event and the main event, were both underdogs. Uh, right. So we actually wound up about up a unit on Octagon MMA picks, despite being just barely over 500. Uh, so a good night there. Uh, with Ryzen, slightly better overall with the picks. We were six and four, but that one... Uh, actually slightly worse when you count in the money lines because like Izawa who won was like negative a thousand and you know even though it was a closer fight than the odds maybe suggested Kyoji Horiguchi was like negative 350 or something like that so that one despite having a slightly better record was like down three quarters of a unit so those last two events put together uh, you can give me 11 and 8 uh, for like plus a quarter of a unit uh, in rounding out the year up, up about 13 units all right, so you survived. You were afraid that it was gonna, it was gonna torpedo. <laughs> just like the worst, picks. like the worst two events in history with just twenty yeah. picks down the drain. Exactly. So he's okay still, and you're gonna start the new year off right too, because we have some some regional stuff lined up for the first few shows of 2024. L- LFA well, kicking years. off the year. Is it LFA? Is that what we're doing first? Let me check. We I actually we actually plan, people. We plan these things in advance. Gumby and I in in the cooperation we have lfa correct yeah, LFA, yeah. another another uriah faber a1 which people oh. seem to enjoy yeah and they didn't a, really you know, like that one <laughs> we got good numbers that doesn't mean necessarily mean they liked it but they they listen and watch at the very least and then we got unified mma which we haven't covered before right uh we've covered unified at we? some point in time yeah because i, I think right. we talked about kb buller uh when oh he yeah left. Right. He did. yeah when he left which he got brought up in the discord again recently uh, yeah he did yeah gotta yep. love a kb buller reference <laughs> kb buller never die gumby <clears throat> kb buller never die. never die so we're going to uh, do a little recap um as i said off top um of the ufc and look ahead and we'll see how we how we did with um 
with our predictions starting in the air. So uh, we'll, we'll go through each weight class. We won't just talk about champions. We won't just rip through it and say, okay, this person's going to have the belt. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you about some up and comers we like and our thoughts overall in the division, that type of thing. Like we, like we normally do, because we're going to spread this out over a couple, couple episodes. Um, we'll start off with the ladies because uh, ladies come first always. And, we won't do. Uh, we'll start off with the women's straw weight. How about the the lightest weight class? Um, this is actually going to be a good test too. Uh, how many weight classes does Jeff remember who the actual champ is? And so I'm like, okay, w- w- we both picked, for instance, women's straw weight. We both picked Wei Li Zhang, and I'm thinking, is she the champion still? She, and she, she is. is. So yeah, we hit it. We both had her at the starting of the year minus one fifteen. So that's a good hit for us, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as futures odds go, uh, <laughs> negative negative one fifteen is probably as bad as you can do. But uh, yeah, it's still good. <laughs> all right, it's all right. Um, okay, so thoughts. We don't have any fight lined up for her uh, officially next. Yeah, who who do you think is going to be next for her? So it, it's looking like uh, it's probably the winner between uh, Amanda Lamos and uh, Amanda Lamos was fighting Tatiana Suarez early in the year. I got to yep. imagine whoever wins that one is next for. And if you look at like the futures odds right now too, Tatiana Suarez uh, is only like plus 140. So you, you got to imagine that that's kind of who they think is next to, which to be fair. Yeah. Like I don't think Amanda Lamos is going to be able to deal with her wrestling um that's kind of always been the the problem with lemos you know big punching power kind of isn't going to deal with like the overly heavy wrestling approach of of tatiana suarez so i think the books think suarez is next um and and you know like you know again we're seeing Li zhang here is like a negative number in terms of uh you know her future odds yeah they i don't really get that necessarily do you, I mean, that? Well, do you think that's proper? but like think Think about her. Think about her historically, though, right? Like, yeah. has she ever had issues with wrestlers? And, and no. then, like, if it's not Suarez, who is it, man? Because yeah. you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't. This is not a division right now that I'm like, ooh, that's deep. It could be this person or this person or this person or this person. Like, if you when we're gonna go down welterweight, not to spoil a, a future one, but like when we go down welterweight, you're gonna be like, oh, it could be Leon. It could be Bilal. It could be Shavkat. It could be you know, Sean Brady could make a run in 2024. You know, like th- there's a hundred people you could be like, oh, you know, like Kamar Usman could get another title shot and he was close to Leon twice. So like w- we could, we could sit here and rattle off 13 different, you know, welterweights or, you know, a, I mean, middleweight is going to be the most wide open division in the whole world. Like it could be anybody at middleweight. And at, at strawweight, it's kind of like if Suarez beats Lamosh. I mean, she's just going to have to like suffocate Wei Li Zhang for for three rounds because I don't know that she's going to sub Wei Li, so she's going to have to win three of the rounds just by laying on her. And, and I I don't I don't know that I like her chances to do that. Wei Li has historically been really good against wrestlers. Like, look at what she did to Carla Esparza. So, are you making your your prediction right out of the gate here? You're, you're saying Wei Li is going to be the champ at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm saying like okay, so maybe I don't love the odds because I'm seeing it right now, negative one twenty five. Yes. Worse, worse than what we got. Yeah, yeah, worse than what we got last year. Um, and so yeah, like I, I obviously don't love that, but like, yeah, like if you're asking me, gun to my head, I got to pick the winner here. I want to walk away with some money at the end of the day. Yeah, it, it's probably got to be her. I'm rolling the dice. Um, I'm taking Suarez at plus money. I'll I'll take her at plus money. And if you want, like uh, so. so I know I mentioned, uh, you know, plus 140 is the number we were looking yep. at at this, like, agreed upon 
website that we were looking at, uh, which I don't even know where those odds are available. Yeah, but if true, you look, but if you but them. if you look at Bet Online, Bet Online, yeah. I've been nosing around there. You guys know that they're good for weird MMA bets. Tatiana Suarez yeah. is actually plus two hundred on that one. Oh, even better. Wei Zhang is negative one sixty five on that one though, which is kind of uh, even even less hmm. enticing. But I, but I would say like. I mean, I guess if you wanted to go down ballot and like look for somebody, Yan Shaonan is not an awful pick. Again, I just don't know if she deals with Weili Zhang's power. I, I think Weili yeah. Zhang probably stays champ. The only one who maybe, and I don't see an odd listed here, but originally DraftKings had a whole bunch of people listed and they pulled them all this morning, which is kind of a huge bummer because they were going deep into divisions. The only number I would be interested in seeing if it showed up on books is I'd kind of be interested in seeing what Lupi Godinez's lines look like. Right? She She's who, looked... Uh, yeah. Because she's looked so good lately, right? Like... She, yep. she's been she's been beating people up pretty easily she's got a huge fight against Virna Jandaroba coming up um and, and like if she beats Virna Jandaroba in March she's probably in the top five we're talking about like needing to beat somebody like you know she's probably not gonna get Rose Namajunas but beating somebody like Yan Shaonan who I think she could probably beat and then suddenly being in a title shot like it wouldn't be surprising to see her in a title shot in December and so, like, if you could find her at, like, 30 to 1 or something like that, which, like, she's probably at least that. Um, if you could find her at something like that, like, she might be an interesting number to look at. Now, you, another thing we have to think about when you're uh, making bets and predicting this is how often does the champion tend to fight? Um, <clears throat> Zhang Weili fought twice in 2022, only once in 2023. So that was about back in August. So you would think she would be ready to go as of right now, but um, as, as we... Uh, or as, as Dan had already mentioned, we already have a base, uh, fight. Uh, assumingly, um, what we're assuming is between the the top two uh, contenders or the, the people who are next in line for the belt, and that's not happening until what next month, I guess, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's February, not, February seventeenth. It, so, it's, yeah, it's so so like, I mean, best case scenario, we're looking at her fighting in maybe May, which is another reason yeah. why that number is probably what it is, right? It's right, like it's right. It's probably just because they don't trust that she's going to fight enough. I would say it's Zhang Suarez or bust because I I don't know if she's going to if if the champ's going to fight more than once once well, not, um, in 2024. And the odds kind of say that too, right? Like the odds yeah. are saying you know like outside of those two, the next number that you see up there is like you know I mentioned Yan Shanan, Yan Shanan at like seven or six or seven hundred, depending on the books you're looking at, like. Yeah. So so it goes, you know, there's a huge jump there right after that one. And I, also, I saw a stat, I can't find it now, but um, fighters in title fights 35 years or older have only won twice. They're like two and 35 or something ridiculous like, like that with, um, I think, Woodley, the only person who has ever won at 35 or older. Um, and uh, the current champ, Zhang. Whaley is turning 35 uh, next year. So just something to keep in mind. Not that Suarez is, is the spring check and she's 33 already too. So just something less, to keep less in mileage, mind. Less mileage on, yeah, on Suarez, though, yeah. which is which yeah. is a big piece of that, I think. Yeah, so uh, fights we have lined up already. We got Suarez, Lemos at UFC 298. We got Jillian Robertson, Pollyanna Viana at UFC 297. Um, Verna, Janda Roba, Lupi Godinez, which is the fun one. Gumby, Gumby already mentioned that one. That's UFC Fight Night 239, which is in March, end of March, March 30th. Diana Balbicha, Molly McCann, Luma, Luke Bumi, Bruna Brazil. That's that's a fun one too, Bruna Brazil. 
but we haven't given up on her yet. Uh, Sam Hughes, Yasmin Yarigi, someone to keep an eye on there as well. And I think that's it here um, for the weight class. Um, lots of lots of decent up and comers though in this weight class, right? Yeah, I mean some. I, I mean I like feel like sometimes we get close to really liking somebody there, and they kind of put a yeah. either take a long layoff, or you know then we start to we see some sort of glaring hole, you know like. I really like Brianna Van Buren. I haven't seen her in a minute. Uh, I really yeah, like. She Bruce had a baby, Bruce. I think, right? I think she did. Yeah, and and got yeah. married. If I'm not wrong, I think she's yeah. Brianna Frost Frostino now or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, like that. and, and then like you know, I liked people like Bruna Brazil, and she took that you know big shot and didn't look so good doing it. And yeah, you know, like I, I you know we liked Denise Gomes. It looked like she was going to be something because she knocked out Bruna Brazil, and now I don't know. Now she's kind of. Two, written two, off yeah. so yeah so you know I, I think there are some but i don't think any to be immediately excited about okay. do you have a favorite under 30 fighter here you want me to list them off quickly for you <laughs> uh, emily decott eduardo moira muziki Inoue, tabitha ricci jillian robertson ran hyan dos santos Jacqueline amarim cheyenne Velizma, who just had a baby as well josephine knudsen luma look boomy dianabel bicha melissa martinez victoria dudakova yasmin yarigi and Corey mckenna denise gomes yasmin lucindo is 21 years old I, I'd, probably, jump out at you? I'd say i i really like uh mora and i really like yep. knudsen i i think those yep. two were you know both want to know a lot of a lot of ground to make up before we're really talking about them doing anything in this yeah. division but those those two i like yep. Is there a fighter that you think is going to have a breakout this year? I think Luma Lukbume. I mentioned Luma, I mentioned Luma Lukbume. Or oh, yeah. uh, not Luma Lukbume. Lupi Godinez. No. Uh, Lupi, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I think like she's like a fun long shot. If if the yeah. title, it, and, you know, maybe the title does change hands with Tatiana Suarez. So if it does, mm-hmm. like, you know, Lupi could wind up being the toughest that'd out be good, for her because she's be got. Fight. Yeah, because she's got like such fun wrestling. And I know maybe it's premature mm-hmm. to be talking about Lupi like that, but like. If she handles Virna Jandaroba, it will show that she can deal with some of the top grapplers. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Very good. So good uh thumbs up division, thumbs down division, thumbs, thumbs up middle division. Thumb, thumbs up. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Thumbs up. Can't can't complain about this. All right. You also can't complain about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, MMA, they got it all. Simply pick higher or lower on your fantasy players fantasy stats and cash in gummy. You got to play for us. Maybe for new year's Eve or to kick off, kick off the new year. Right. You got to play, uh, kick off the new year, right. With the NBA, uh, on okay. Monday. That's, uh, that, that's, you know, that's, that's the new year's, uh, I'm yes. going to take, Hmm. Who do I like here? Let's take Giannis is higher than on his points. He's playing the Pacers. Those games tend to get out of hand pretty yep. quickly. So, uh, <laughs> I'll take, uh, Giannis is higher than his points. Yes. Um, did you see my, my top pick in fantasy basketball this year is, ty- was Tyrese Halliburton back to back 2020 games. Crazy. Yeah. yeah he's hugging his mom. After, hugging his mom after it too. Crazy. Well, there you go. An extra, <laughs> extra bonus for that. All right. So watch along, make your picks. Maybe you'll make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website on underdogfantasy.com. And don't forget to hug your mom as well. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. So, so far, so good. One for one, Gumby. We should probably stop right now. We we uh, we got all our predictions correct, right? Yeah, I don't think so. All right, women's flyweight. Let's see how we did here. We both had Valentina Shevchenko. Almost, but not. Not She correct. drew the last one. <laughs> yes. She almost got it back. Alexa Grasso, of course, is our champion. Bit of a surprise, right? Yeah, big surprise for me. 
like, I, I didn't I, give her I any never, chance I, the first yeah, time, and yeah. I I think I picked against her the second time. Even like the past few years, it's not like we were we were thinking she was championship material. Maybe when she, she was, first started out, but then you know she didn't seem her, her star didn't seem to be shining as quite as bright as it did when she first got into the UFC. But what do we know, right? Well, she was one of those prospects who like showed whole you know holes in the armor too. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, good to see her reach her potential. Yep. Yes, so she is our champion. Uh, we're assuming it's going to be a rematch next, right? Yeah. They have not announced it yet, um, which isn't good. We, we want these fights announced and, and, and the, these divisions going. So um, I'll give you the odds for flyweight. They have it all out of wacky order here, but let me find women's flyweight here. Um, I can give them to you if you want. I got the bet online. I, open. I don't have it. Okay, yeah, yeah. they don't have it on, on the site I'm looking at. So you let me know what are or give us top five or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's got the odds on favorite being Aaron Blanchfield, uh, okay, yeah, plus 200. Uh, so like they're okay. really unsure about who winds up champ here. Second is Grasso plus 350. Third, Manol Firo plus 375. Shevchenko plus 450. Fifth in that division, which is kind of interesting. Fifth in that division, Weili Zhang plus 700. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't see that happen. That's a real long shot. Like I said, I don't think she's going to, she doesn't fight, fight enough. that much here. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't fight enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Interesting. 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 Um, tough. Uh, another division where there is no, um, title fight already announced so you got to kind of well, guess you, you have to you be... have to know the title fight is going to be grasso versus shevchenko though because yeah uh, but you don't Firo know is... when that's the thing yeah Firo is fighting blanchfield right so... right yeah how about I, i'll let you know who is fighting who first of all that we already know so blanchfield Firo is the biggest fight that, that we have announced in this division march 30th that's happening so it's, it's still a while off macy barber Caitlin Chukagian, as much as we like to scoff maybe at both those people, that's actually their top of the division uh, fighters. They're at UFC 299 March the 9th. So that's another possible number one contender fight, uh, depending on, on how Blanche Fierro goes down. Miranda Maverick, Andrea Lee, UFC 298, uh, February 17th. Uh, Kareen Silva versus Viviana Aharujo. So a nice step up for Silva. Luana Carolina, Juliana Stolarenko. Uh, those fights, both those last two fights are happening February the 3rd. Um, so pretty, pretty soon. Molly McCann is moving down a weight class. We already told you about that. Uh, told you about that. Yasmin Jasudovicius gets a hometown fight or a home country fight in Toronto. UFC 297 versus Priscilla Cacharera. Um, and that is it. All right. Um, so let's, let's try to map things out here. When do you think we're going to get part three of... Um, Shevchenko, Grasso. We I, I we talked about this a few episodes ago. Neither women are hurt, as far as we know. I think they're, they they got to be lining it up for one of the title fights for UFC 300. Oh yeah, you think so? I, okay, I I think it's got to be that right. That's supposed to be in April. We're booked up through March for the most part, right? Like we know our title fights up through March. Yep. That you got to imagine they're trying to put three, maybe four title fights on that that UFC 300 card. This one kind of feels like the second or third from the top. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, you're not going to main event UFC 300 with this trilogy fight, but it certainly could be the third best title fight on it or the fourth best title fight on it. So like, I, you know, I, I think that that's pretty obviously in the works for that time. Okay. Um, and then uh, you never know. What if it's a draw again? What if it's the, you know, you, you would They're think they, weren't, they wouldn't do it again. Uh, you would think not. Um, all right. So it's April. Then we got what May, June. So maybe, 
like early fall. Um, and that's probably it, right? Well, it so depends Weber... on who wins too, right? Like Shevchenko yeah. is kind of, you know, as of late, not been as active as she used to be, but I think you could see Grasso being as young as she is and as good as she is. Like I could see if she won her fight uh, with, with Shevchenko and look good doing it. I, I could see her fight two more before the end of the year. Okay. I think I, yeah, you predicted first last time. I'm going to say, I'm going to base it off of the Grasso Shevchenko fight. Cause, um, cause I really don't know who's going to win. Man, this, this is a tough one. This is a tough, tough one to pick. Cause I don't even know who's going to win. I guess Grasso. What, what do I get Grasso at? Uh, oh. Plus three fifty. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's worth it for her. I think she, I think she can beat Shevchenko again. Um, I think Shevchenko is not going to be getting any better uh, at this point. And Grasso possibly could, could still be improving. She's not, not uh, over the hill quite yet. And then I don't know who's going to win <laughs> Blanche Fiero. And then I don't know who's going to, when and if they're going to fight for the belt next. So uh, give me the champ. I think that's, that's the safest bet, especially at, at the plus 350. I would say it's the best odds. So I would say, okay, gun yeah. to my head, that's not who I'm picking. Uh, yeah. But in terms of odds, you know, like 350 on the current champ who, you know, who knows how many times she'll fight and she's getting a rematch. She hasn't lost to twice. Um, yeah. I think those are probably the best odds. If we're doing the gun to your head pick that we're going to write down and, and check in on in 12 months, I'll, I'll take Blanchfield. I mean, yep. I, I don't think the plus 200 odds are good for her, um, no. especially being as like you said, we, we don't know when that'll come. And it's probably, you know, best case scenario. We're talking August or September. Um, so, like, I, I don't think plus 200 makes a lot of sense for her if you want to ride with that number. But I will say that that's kind of like if everybody was equal odds, that's who I would pick. And that's, you know, that's why the yep. books have them, her at chalk. Yeah, she's got to get through. It's that's no gimme. Fighting Manofiro, I don't even know who, who I'm going to pick in that fight for sure at this point. So, no gimme there. I would like a lot uh, better number than that for for Blanchfield. I wouldn't be surprised if she does end up the champ. But uh, as Gumby said, I would uh, like a better number. Lots of under 30s in this division as well. I'll run through them quickly and see if any of these uh, dive out. As I can, I can as, just I can go off off top if you want. I go, know who who go right ahead off top your head. rather than so they don't they don't have to hear us rattle them all off real yep. quick. Uh, <laughs> as painful as it is for me to say that the the jump <laughs> the jump that she made over the last couple of fights, like Macy Barber is one of the best looking under 30 right now. The future. Um, and she's getting a fight with Caitlin Chokagian next, yep. uh, which is, you know, like a, a fight that's going to catapult her up the division. You know, I, I still kind of have hopes for Miranda Maverick, too. Like, I think she's got a lot of potential. Um, and, and obviously, like, Aaron Blanchfield's 24. So, like, yeah. and, and then you could you could probably throw uh, either of the Silvas in there. Uh, although I think, yeah. Karini, I think Karini just turned 30. Yeah, um, she but, just turned 30, yep. Yeah, but, but Natalia is still only 26 or something like that. So... Um, I, you know, either of the, the Silvas is, is worth your, your, uh, your time too, in terms of people who are under that, that age. Yeah. This is a very, uh, very good division for up and comers. Like I said, I got me said Blanchfield, Barber, O'Neill. Well, we, she, we're done with her for the time being. I am. Uh, Miranda Maverick, possibly, uh, Natalia Silva for sure. Um, definitely. She is a, a good fighter. Um, Veronica Hardy is still under 30. Lipsky is too. Lipsky is too, who yep. just beat the hell yep. out of O'Neill. Lipsky. Lipsky is too. Yeah, good division. Another thumbs up division, I would say. Yep. Let's talk about the one that's not a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. 
Here we go. Actually, I'm going to tell you about something that is a thumbs up first. A couple things that are thumbs up. Game time first. All this money that we're going to help you win, you can uh, go and spend some of it on tickets. Not too much because they have good deals over at Game Time. And you can wait last minute if you want to get tickets because they are the spot for that. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals and tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code C. FBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN for to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So no matter who we picked here, we would have been wrong for women's band weight. There is no champion, Gumby. We had Amanda Nunes, which is kind of right because she didn't kinda, lose, right? I, yeah, I bet you there are books out there that cashed Amanda Nunes tickets. Yeah, I was going like, to ask you. I, that. I bet you they did because like nobody else fought for it. Like it, technically, yeah. she should still be holding the, the title right now. So you know, I bet there are people out there who, or books out there who, uh, because the title is just technically vacant, just you know, yes. cashed anybody who had that. Maybe they didn't. Tell me if they didn't. Yeah, know. that's that's criminal. If, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, good books did. Uh, all right, so. The vacant title is being um, unvacated. Uh, it's going to be uh, unvacated. It's going to be housed come UFC 297 in Toronto. Someone will will take possession of the uh, of the belt on January the 20th. Raquel Pennington versus Myra Buena Silva. Yippee, yippee. Other fights announced uh, coming up. Ketlin Vera, Macy Chasson are fighting in the very first event of 2024, January 13th. Um, and... We probably don't have much else because we don't. It's not really much of a division, even if you put the flag, no, the featherweights in here. Especially when Ketlin uh, Vieta, uh, Macy Chasson got canceled too. So I don't, I don't think we actually right. have another bantamweight fight booked at all. Oh, that one got canceled. Really? Okay, sorry about that. Stupid yeah, that- Wikipedia. Um, we were supposed to have Norma Dumont, Yana Santos, but that got canceled as, as well. So yeah, uh, and and a couple of people suggested that like Macy should just fight uh, Norma Dumont, but that fight already happened. Yep. And it was like a weird split yeah. decision. I mean, I guess you could run it again, but like other than that, yeah. there's nothing going on in this division. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, okay, what are our top five odds for the champion? All right, so the top five odds uh, at the top, you got Myra Buena Silva. Uh, her numbers are plus three fifty. So the 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 lowest the numbers go plus three fifty. So you're gonna get three and a half to one no matter what. Plus three fifty on Myra Buena Silva. Same number for Juliana Pena. Um, then you get four fifty for Rocky Pennington. 500 for Ketlin Vieta, and then the same as Ketlin Vieta, plus 500 for Valentino Shevchenko. 
Um, so she's the fifth highest uh, or tied for the fourth mm. highest odds there, which is kind of interesting. And then they list a ton of them on this uh, on Bet Online. You know, we got Irina Aldana, Holly Holm, we got Chaison, uh, Norma Dumont's listed here at 25 to 1. You know, there's a bunch of odds here. Listen, Panny Keon's odds got odds listed. They, they listed everybody uh, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I think Silva's the obvious pick for me, especially at plus 350. I think she went, I think she beats Pennington and I think she can beat whoever they put in front of her the rest of the year. She probably has what one more, well, may, maybe two title defenses if, if they, uh, if they want, if they want that to happen, what, who's going to beat her? Juliana Pena. Come on. I actually think the best looking odds here are Valent- is Valentina Shevchenko. You, you think um, she loses and moves up? I, I could see her not even taking the Grosso fight again. You know, it's it's not like, let's say Grasso's banged up and that's why they haven't made it yet for UFC 300 and maybe we just don't know, right? Because that, that's always a possibility. We don't know everybody's health status. That's why they made, you know, uh, Manolfi Rowe versus Blanchfield to see who's the number one contender. In the t- meantime, what would be a huge fight for UFC 300? Whoever wins, let's say Rocky Pennington beats Myra Buena Silva. That one to see the Shevchenko coming up to fight for a new division, become a double champ. UFC loves that double champ narrative. Uh, and she was, I mean, let's face it, basically the champ when when Amanda Nunes was there. She was Amanda Nunes's biggest test every single time she fought her. Um, so like I, I can see Valentina Shevchenko maybe taking the road of least resistance. She's older now, the weight cut's gotta be harder. You know, these young fighters like uh, you know, Firo and Blanchfield and Grasso, they, they just got great gas tanks and the weight cut doesn't kill them. I could see that. I will also tell you when I was looking at the odds on DraftKings earlier uh, this month before they ripped them off, like right before we went to, to the show, my favorite long shot odd one, and I hope they repost it again because uh, I, I, I was waiting on it. Misha Tate. Misha Tate was, right. Misha Tate was 50 to 1. And I'm just going to say, if I can find it again, or if any of you out there can find it again, Misha Tate at 50 to 1, with as good as she looked in her last fight, and as bad as the top of this division's title picture looks like, you mean to tell me she couldn't just like out grapple Myra Buena Silva for three rounds? And a, a division that's, that's desperate for a star? Yeah. And, and, and who needs somebody who maybe already has some like face value, right? Because like, they were hoping Holly Holm beat Myra Buena Silva so that they could be like, well, yeah. time time to do another <laughs> Holly Holm one. Oh, and, uh, and they didn't she get was, that. She has not been mentioned in any of those odds <laughs> you mentioned, which was nice. She was she was plus a 1,000. Um, she was only 10 to 1. But she's only 10 to 1, and I had seen Misha Tate at 50 to 1. So, like, to me, Misha Tate's got way better odds, and especially if, you know, she looks as good as she did against Julia Avila. And granted, it was Julia Avila off a long layoff and whatever, but, like, she beat the hell out of Julia Adila. I, I would love to see those Misha Tate odds show up again. Uh, you, you could certainly do worse with your uh, with your pizza money. Keep feeding her moms and she'll run them down. I mean, most Cal of Pennington's the... a mom, technically, right? Yeah, she's a mom. Jermaine Durand and me's a mom. Juliana Pena's a mom. <laughs> you know, they're all moms. Yeah, they're all moms. All right, so who is your official pick again? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say my official pick... Screw it. I, I, my official pick will be uh, Mish Tate. I think Mish Tate. Wow. Plus 5,000? You saw that? Yeah. Woo! You're going to be gloating if that hits. All right. Um, is there any future in this division? No. Um, <laughs> well, we, we got Lucy Aileen, Podolova. I, Aileen, Aileen Perez. Perez. Yeah, Aileen Perez. 
like Carol Hosa. I hate saying Jocelyn that. Edwards, Ravina Oliveira, Jacqueline Calvocante, Tamaris Vidal, Luana Santos. Any of those excite you? Luana Santos is two and oh, she's only 23. No, uh, <laughs> no, Calvocante looks kind of good. She's like long and in, in box as well. Yeah, I, you know, Chelsea Chandler beat Aileen Perez, but then looked just awful in her next fight. Like, I, I don't know, it, it's kind of yeah. a it's not a division for young guns. That let's just leave it at that. It's it's men's heavyweight, basically, but which it makes yeah. sense. It's the heaviest women's division. So it's, yeah, it's men's just the way it goes. All right, should we move to perhaps the best division or one of the best divisions? Flyweight. Sure. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sure, let's do it. Um, all right. You want to keep going off the odds you have, or you want me to? Yeah, these these odds one? these odds seem to Here's be a better. little deeper than what we had to go with. So uh, all right, we had one sec. Sorry, I had Figueredo. You had Moreno. And, which was good. Guess I, was I, you, I was closer than you. I was closer than you were. were the, <laughs> I had a Brazilian. A Brazilian is a champ, so I was close. It's close. Close to you. Um, of course, the champ is Alexandra Petoja. Not only um, this was less than half a year too. He, he didn't fight until August. Won the belt, and then he's already defended it. So, as I wrote on my on my Money MMA Substack, no Brandons are safe around Alexandra Pantoja because he he's ran through. The, the top two Brandons in uh, in flyweight, so he is our champion. We do not predict that. We rather wisely predicted the only two men who fight for the belt uh, to to still be champions. So, um, do we have a title fight lined up? Yeah. Well, he just fought. So, do you? Who do you think is next in line? So, I think he's going to get. Uh, so, there are two fights coming up that I think people could sort of stake their claim in terms of yep. uh, who, who would fight for the title next. So, Brandon Moreno is fighting Amir Albazi. If Albazi mm-hmm. wins that fight, it's definitely Albazi to me because he would have yeah. beaten Brandon Moreno, and that's like enough. If Moreno wins that fight and looks really good doing it, I could see them running that back. That was a really close first fight, and Moreno's got mm-hmm. that kind of like name value that you want to run out onto a fight. And then you could also run um, Manel Cape is fighting uh, yeah. Matthews Nicolau. If one of those two looks really good in what they do, I could see that too. All right, so here are the fights we have. Um, this division, by the way, is nothing but but young prospects. So, uh, Joshua Van versus Felipe Boons, Bunez, Boons, Buns, Bunez, uh, Bunez, January the thirteenth. Uh, Felipe Dos Santos, Victor Altamirano, uh, UFC Mexico, which is uh, February twenty fourth. Mohamed Mokayev, he's only twenty three, versus Alex Perez. Sure. Like Alex Perez is going to fight no, March the no second, <laughs> so so he uh, Muhammad Mokab versus a last minute uh, newcomer to the to the UFC. Um, he'll be for Daniel Lacerda, Edgar Charez, <laughs> UFC UFC Mexico. Are you laughing about that? Fight uh, yeah, because they're running it for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, Zach Maxim, Nate Manis, uh, fight night in Vegas on February the third. Uh, Asu Al Mabayev. Am I supposed to know him? Versus yeah. CJ Vergara. Who, who did he win in his first fight? Who did he beat? Asu Almabayev fought. Um, Do you remember? So you don't remember either. No, he fought somebody I thought should beat him, and then he looked way better than he was supposed to. At least right, in cool. my I'm sure if I Google his face, I'll remember him. Anyhow, he's fighting CJ Vergara March the 9th. As Dan mentioned, Moreno Albazi, that's UFC Mexico um, main event. That'll be a good one. Manal Cape, Matias Nicolau, another top level fight in the division. That's happening first fight uh, card in. <clears throat> 2024 so that's january the 13th this division is is jumping there's a lot of fights which is good to see uh what else do we got we already told you about that so we ultramarino jimmy flick malcolm gordon are fighting ufc 297 <clears throat> excuse me in toronto 
and that is it. So pretty exciting division. Um, all right, let's uh, let's let's map out what's what's going to happen here. So, <clears throat> who do you think is going to fight next, and who's going to um, win that fight? So we, I, we we just mapped out the the two fights that we thought. Yeah, I know. Happen. But who yeah. do you think is good? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, I think Marino's going to win that fight and get another shot. If I'm being honest, okay. Like I, okay. I think, um, you know, the name value thing I think seems to mean more and more for the USC as of late. So I think he's going to do that, and the odds kind of suggest the same thing. So I'm seeing Pantoja okay. plus a buck ninety, um, yeah. as the odds on favorites. So you're getting almost two to one on him. Moreno is plus 200, so almost the same exact number right. as Pantoja, which is kind of interesting. Then you take a yep. big jump. Cape is 400. Uh, Albezi plus 750. Nobody's got any faith that he's going to do anything to Moreno. And then after that, it's Mokayev uh, at 850, um, mm. which I just I can't see him making it to a title shot. And he also just like, – yeah. I, I have to say, you know, I, I, I like the, the potential of him, but like – we're really going to give him any kind of odds to beat somebody like Pantoja when he almost got caught by Jafel Filo in a submission, yeah. you know, like, no, would he even, no. would he, is he even the best 23 year old in the flyweight division? The best undefeated five and 0 23 year old in the flyweight oh, division? Cause you're talking about Tatsuya Tyra. Uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, you know, I think either of those two um, Uzbek uh, prospects too, I, I think could yep. potentially, wind up being more impressive although they're at their late 20s i think um both maxim and and Alibayev. so like yeah like i i think he's got lots of potential but like kind of like we were talking about um in the main event horizon with the, another young up-and-coming flyweight he just makes too many mistakes uh in yeah yeah, the people he's fought so far haven't capitalized on him. Somebody at the top of this division will. Amir Albazi would capitalize on those problems. Brandon Royval would capitalize on those problems. You know, Pantoja would definitely capitalize on those problems. I even think somebody like Matthews Nikolaou would capitalize on those problems. So, like, I think he's got a lot of potential, but uh, he, he's really got to iron some stuff out. Yep, yep. Um, you have a pick? Yeah, I'm going to say Pantoja. I hate to be, Me too. I hate to be chalky here, but, like, yeah. The only other odd I would say that like actually intrigues me is Amir Albazi seven and a half to one. Uh, yeah. And the reason that that one intrigues me is just like, he is one fight away. Um, the guy he's fighting is plus 200. Um, so what if he comes out and his wrestling is everything he claims it is, you know, like, cause in his last fight, he blew me away with how good his wrestling looked. Um, and so like, if he, it comes out and it's this, this amazing, you know, he's able to steamroll, Brandon Moreno, and then you're sitting there holding a seven to one ticket that he could do a similar thing to Pantoja. I mean, like, I think you'd be really happy with that if he, if he walked out of that Moreno fight unscathed. Yep, Pantoja is 33 right now, so this is this is getting to be the the end of uh, of him. This uh, maybe another one or two title defenses. Yeah, El is no these... spring chicken either, though. He's 30. No, no. Yep one of these young guns are going to get him because this division is nothing but young guns. Joshua Van is 22. He's two and oh, Mokayev is 23. He's five and oh, Tyra 23, five and oh, uh, Jeff Molina sadly is uh, still suspended. He's three and oh, he's still only 26. Like it's nothing but undefeated Clayton Carpenter undefeated Rafael Ramos, Estevam undefeated, uh, Hyun Sung Park, 2-0, Stephen Ersig, 2-0. All these guys are, are in their 20s still. And then Maxim Almobayev, as, as we mentioned earlier. So, yeah, fantastic. Two thumbs up for this division. Yeah. 
yeah, it it is a stacked stacked division for sure. All right, let's let's uh, do some bantamweight, shall we? Lots of weight classes. Uh, bantamweight. Who do we predict starting of the year? We both had Aljo. We both were wrong. We had Aljo plus fifty. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Uh, we I guess it's not a total shock that Sean O'Malley is the champion. Um, I mean, now that it, you know hindsight's twenty twenty, but like yeah. The way he used his length against uh, uh, Aljo, I mean, I, I I think it plays against a lot of these other wrestlers at, at Bantamweight, too. You know, like if yep. if Aljermaine overexerted himself trying to get close, man, Marab, who's been tagged by everybody and their cousin, right? Like, is mm-hmm. it's not going to be better for Marab, right? Like, because Marab, yep. Marab is a worse striker than Aljermaine Sterling. Like he might have right. better weaponized cardio. Like you might even argue his wrestling's better. Probably not his jujitsu, but you might argue his wrestling's better. But his ability to close the distance is not better. You know, like if if, if you want to go back to like uh, who who is it that he fought that just like absolutely rung his bell and then ran out of gas? Do you remember who I'm talking about? Like I'm gonna remember. Um, uh, your memory is bad. That's true. Uh, oh, Marlon Marias. Sure. It was Marlon yes. Marias. Yeah, like yeah. Marlon Marias. Like, basically knocked him out in the feet. And, yes, yeah. he's, like, the most resilient dude in the history of the world. Um, he, he seems like you can't beat him unless you choke him unconscious, which Ricky Simone did, and he still barely won that fight. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think, like, it, he, he doesn't close the distance well enough to give Sean O'Malley any real trouble. So, I, I think the winner of um, – well, I guess the winner of Cejudo in, in – um, Marab is going to fight Sean O'Malley or Cheeto Vera next. I think it's a little, mini, yeah, you can call that like a little mini tournament. That's that's kind of why, why we talking about Marab. Marab doesn't even have next. Um, <laughs> I'll let you know what, what we do have lined up next. Um, Aljo left the division, he is up at Featherweight, so he's gone. We got Munoz versus Kyler Phillips, UFC 299. Um, which is in March. We got Vera versus O'Malley for the belt uh, on that same event in uh, in Miami on March the 9th. Sudhudo Devalish Vili the month before, UFC 298 in Anaheim on February 17th, my brother's birthday. Um, Taylor Lapalus, Farid Basharat is happening uh, in the very next event, January the 13th. Um, Son Yedong, Peter Yan, UFC 299 in Miami. That's a pretty big fight. See if Jan can get um, get things going again. Uh, Ricky Simone, Mario Batista, which is a, a fun one. That is happening um, in a couple weeks, January the 13th. Um, Brad Katona gets to fight on his home soil versus Garrett Armfield, UFC 297 in Toronto. And anything else? Anything else? Kyler Phillips, Pedro Munoz, UFC 299. That's another high quality fight. Um, Brady Heistan, Rinya Nakamura. Another, there's a lot of, I guess, Bantamweight. You can't really make a bad fight in Bantamweight. That's happening UFC 298, February 17th as well. And I think that is it. So a lot of, um, a lot of, oh, I forgot. An exciting, uh, Ferd Bashrat. We can't forget about him uh, versus Taylor Lapalus. Did I say that already? Yeah, it was the first. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Marcus McGee versus Gaston Bolanos. Bolanos? Bolanos. That's happening in a couple weeks as well. So enough. Bantamweight's a big division. Lots of good fighters in it. Probably, possibly, is it the best division in the UFC? It's the most exciting to watch fights in. Yeah. 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 whether that's the like the like best yeah. best like that that's kind of depends on what you're into but like yeah it's the most exciting fights for sure 
or what, what kind of odds are you going to give us here? So Sean O'Malley odds on favorite, which kind of makes sense here. Plus two seventy five. So almost three to one on the channel. Oh, wow. I, I see him at plus 150. So that is much better than, than yeah. what I see him at. That better line's got pretty good numbers here. And then yeah. uh, Umar Nurmagomedov is second, plus okay. 300. Uh, so almost the same odds as, as O'Malley. I think that's yeah, why. He doesn't have a fight lined up, right? And I think he needs two to get to the title anyway. Yeah. It's not like there yeah, are people. Who's he going to jump? Yeah, he's not going to jump ahead of the guys that already have fights lined up too. Yeah. Like, who, well, and, and like I said, it's a tournament right now. It, yeah, if, exactly. If yeah. Sean if Sean O'Malley beats Cheeto, he's fighting the winner of Marab in in Cejudo because both of those fights have like a narrative to them. Yeah. So like we're talking about Umar fighting maybe if this winds up a three title fight. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's if he can find the right fights to move him up the division, right? Yeah. Exactly. He pulled he pulled out of that Corey Sandhagen fight, and now Corey Sandhagen's like, dude, go fly a kite. So uh, Umar's <laughs> Umar's plus three hundred. I think that's a terrible number. Yeah, no. Marab, yeah, Marab's not... next plus three seventy five, and then we take a pretty big jump. Corey Sandhagen is fourth, plus seven hundred. Fifth is Marlon Vera, the guy fighting for the title next. Yeah, eight, eight to one on Cheeto. I guess they're thinking if he beats O'Malley, he's going to lose to Marab or whoever whoever he fights next. I guess is is what people are thinking i don't know that's the best looking odds to me i'm not sure yeah, yeah. i'm not sure that i'm predicting him to be the champ next year but like if i'm looking at all these odds and like i don't know whose odds look nice that that one looks the nicest that yeah. word like if you want to go down card a little bit i don't hate uh i don't hate song dong at plus a thousand uh davison figueredo plus 1600 he looked like a killer the other day uh he's 100 years yep. old and has millions of miles on the tires but <laughs> yep you, they're also offering you cody garbrand if you would like him uh oh please th- he's 33 to 1 <laughs> please please uh i'm i'm taking marab um decent decent number on him and he's got he's got a path to the title obviously i think he beats Zahudo and then he, and then he's going to get a title shot what's the number on him again uh 375 yeah that's that's a good number I, i'll take that i'll i'm gonna go sean o'malley i i think yeah. uh that would be my second choice yeah i, I think like i said i i don't think marab is going to be able to close the distance on him should that fight happen in uh yeah. You know, I, I think he's going to get by Cheeto. Um, but I will say, if there were was one person who would tempt me uh, on these odds that was not Sean O'Malley, it would definitely be Cheeto at eight to one. Yeah. So what's O'Malley's number? We're putting you down at two seventy five. Yeah, that, that's a good number. That's a good number. Um, this division is another division that's all a bunch of young killers, like Rel Rosas Jr., for instance, uh, nineteen, and seems to be adding things to his. Uh, his basket of tools every every time we see him in there. One of Gumby's favorites, Cameron Simon's only 23. He's three and one in the UFC. Um as you mentioned, yeah. Song Yadong, 10, 2, and 1. He's only 26 years old. Uh for he, he, Ashrat. Like, yeah, 10 to 1 at him too. And, yeah. and as good as he yeah. just looked too is uh yeah. is a fun one. Umar's only 27. Like is there anyone that stands out uh especially Javed Basharat um, Kyler Phillips hasn't been very active, but he's he's got a decent record. He's under thirty. The champ is under thirty. This is a fantastic division for for young talent. Is there anyone in particular that that excites you? Rinya Nakamura. I'll shut up. I, he he's not young, but I like Marcus McGee. He just keeps looking better and better every single <laughs> yeah, time I've true. seen him fight, and he it's looks true. like he's eighty, uh, which yep. is kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Fun. Yeah, I think Nakamura. I, I know he's kind of like had lackluster performances, but I think the base there is like impressive yeah. enough that you really got to worry about him. So uh, yeah, kind of him. 
Javid Basharat, obviously, but like that one's kind of a given. I think I have yeah. him ranked in my rankings right now. So uh, yeah, him. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. All right. I want to put a cap in it here and we'll finish her up tomorrow with the rest of our divisions. That yeah. Good? What do we got? What do we got? Six divisions left. Yeah. That, that's yeah, a good spot like to stop. It is. All right. Thank you for listening. Happy new year, everyone. Uh, thank you for being with us in 2023. Uh, either sticking this in your eye holes and or your ear holes. We appreciate it uh, once again, and all the best to everyone in 2024. Uh, you can, Talk to us if you would like in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's the spot to hang out. Uh, SGPN MMA on Twitter and Gumby Vreeland and Jeff Fox Writer there. I'm also Jeff Fox Writer on Instagram. I told you about my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. I just posted my Fighter of the Year rankings based on performance, not based on boats or anything like that. I'm also working on a top 24 under 24 fighters for 2024. A lot of 24s there, Gumby. So, 24 I, under I, 24. Yeah. There's not a heck of a lot of fighters. So I may, I'm going to have to definitely dip out of the UFC for sure. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I may have to dip into your brain too. We'll see Gumby <laughs> if there's any up and comers that I, that I don't know about. So that is in the works. Gumby's got the top turtle on May podcast. Is it coming back this week? Gumby? It is. And I got some, uh, some good guests for this week. So uh, kicking off the show this week, uh, I talked with Jim Miller. Uh, and Fantastic. and I get to the bottom of the A10 nickname. Uh, I oh, now know good. I now know where A10 came from, and it's kind Fantastic. of a funny story. And there's an alternative nickname in the works uh, that Wow, now coming through for. with the goods. So I got that one, and I got Weston Wilson too. So uh, make sure you tune in to this Fantastic. week's uh, this week's show. Top turtle never disappoints. Um, and obviously, sportsgamblingpodcast.com and sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon is the place to be. We shall be back tomorrow. It'll be the Snow Leopard Jeff Fox. What should your nickname be, Gumby? Um, let me think of a good nickname for Gumby. Oh, Sugar, of course. Sugar, Gumby Vreeland will, will be with me as well. And we'll tell you about the rest of the UFC, the big boy classes tomorrow. Bye bye.